Doesn't Pokemon Go seem kind of insidious? Not only does it track everything that you do, but it even encourages you to do specific things and to go specific places. You're even taking photos, you're taking intel. And the company was run by Google before, before it restructured into Alphabet and trademarked the word Alphabet. It could be essentially creating a human hive mind and we would never know it. And for all we know, ants are the exact same way. Maybe the queen just controls them by giving them experience points every time they fulfill a task. We are ants now. Ingress is actually run by the very same company as Pokemon Go, but it was never as popular, so they're evolving. But the primary problem with Pokemon Go is that it's being used by adults like me now. And when used by adults, Pokemon Go looks suspicious as all hell. Last night, I was wandering around my neighborhood, clearly taking pictures of everyone's houses. I seemed to be straining to get into their backyards for some nefarious purpose. None of this looks normal or natural to an outsider. I can get away with it because I'm a tiny Asian woman. Someone else is going to get shot. Pokemon Go to jail. There are a lot of people saying that Pokemon Go is the first time that they've ever walked around their block, taken a look around their neighborhood. So Niantic, the makers of Pokemon Go, have gamified being a responsible person by throwing charming animated creatures at us. Now if Pokemon Go could incentivize cleaning my house and finishing my work, it would be perfect. One of the quirks of Pokemon Go is that like Ingress, it uses user-submitted information in order to create its checkpoints. And one of its checkpoints is a gay bathhouse in Seattle. These things will slip through the cracks, especially there. But the thing that really caught my eye is that the description of the gay bathhouse was the only mirror maze glory hole in Seattle. It also said that it had the best technological amenities of any other Seattle bathhouse. This is fantastic! Every part of this concept is just fantastic. I love that men can do that. I love that men have the freedom to do that. That they can just go into a maze and have sex with a stranger. For a woman, that's the plot to a horror movie. So of course, as I do, I pulled up their Yelp page. One of their reviews was, I thought this was a clothing store. Very upset. I will not be back. And I was really enamored with that. Like what sequence of life events can lead you to accidentally walking into a gay bathhouse thinking that it's a clothing store and then you review it on Yelp because you thought it was a clothing store? And the bathhouse itself had all these rules. No animals. No feminine attire. No large objects. Like some guy with a skirt had brought in an elephant one day and just ruined it for everyone. There are some rules that you run into and you just know that they only exist because someone somewhere was an asshole. But it's not just that. Someone was an asshole and also incompetent about it. No playing musical instruments while in the pool. Now you know that not only did someone bring a violin into the deep end, but they also managed to irritate or injure someone else while doing it. They brought a musical instrument into the pool, but they didn't do it well. And there are also rules that you know were just made up to annoy you. That is the sum total of my entire experience with dealing with an HOA. HOAs actually have a very noble goal. Protect everyone's property values through cooperation and communication. HOAs are sabotaged by one major thing. People with power are assholes. One of the things that people don't realize about HOAs is that it's not only an entirely elected position, but also no one votes. 
I worked for a property management company for years. In an HOA of 100 residents, maybe 8 will actually show up or fill in an absentee ballot. If you wanted to, you could take over the HOA with a few days of work. Bang a few of the neighbors. It's fine, there's no law against that, because HOAs have no legal standing. Here are some examples of HOA rules. Don't let your dog touch the ground outside of your own property. Don't smoke inside of your own house. Don't install any standing structures within your own property. Don't use any colors other than neutral colors on the exterior or visible interior of your house. And you think that this doesn't matter, because the worst the HOA can do is give you a citation or fine that you don't really need to pay. There's no police that are going to enforce this fine. But the secret that the HOA knows is that you are going to have to pay it eventually whether you like it or not. If you ever try to sell your house, those citations are going to show up and you aren't going to be able to sell your property without paying them. Most people simply get frustrated and fold that into their seller's fees because they normally find out about it during the escrow process and they don't have time to fight it. When I sold my last place, I ended up paying $4,000 to the association for a single letter they sent me at some point, and they didn't even send it to me certified, so it's anyone's guess as to whether they actually sent it. Basically, if you ever have an HOA, you need to be on the board of that HOA. Otherwise, you're going to end up paying thousands of dollars in citations for taking pictures of common spaces while hunting Pokemon. Alright guys, have a fantastic weekend. Tune in Monday through Friday at 6 o'clock p.m. Central and follow me on Twitter at jkiloindia.